Hello, this is the World Economic Bulletin for Tuesday the 4th of January and it's late thanks to some ex unexpected and so far unexplained internet issues which took me out earlier. Okay, throughout the last two years, the suspension of normal and predictable economic and financial relations has, as we know, resulted in wild swings in money flows to household, which in turn has resulted in extreme volatilities in such basics as spending and saving. Ah, the reasons are obvious. Lockdowns cut the opportunity for normal, usual spending. At the same time, government furlough payments kept income flowing into your bank account. First, in 2020, we got the collapse in buying activity, which I have described as a medically induced economic coma. Then much of 2021 was taken up watching for the rebound. Catching up on that deferred spending made for spectacular year-on-year retail numbers. To take just one example, in the US, personal spending on goods and services fell 3.2% in 2020, but in the first 11 months of 2021, rebounded by 11%. And that in turn was met by supply chains only just waking up from the medically induced coma, as we know. But 2022 is the year when this first wave of volatility gets dialed right down because household finances are settling back to what you might call normal patterns. Again, the US illustrates the point most easily. Back in early 2020, with lockdowns stopping economic activity while the federal government was piling money into bank accounts, the personal saving rate rose to an astonishing 33.7% of disposable income. Now, that came down throughout 2020 2020 and 2021, but by November last year, that savings rate was back down to 6.9%, was actually below the pre-COVID long-term average of 7.4%. Moral, the catch-up spending has been done already in the US. Today, in the UK, mortgage data shows something of the same impact, though it's a little bit more complicated to show through. In the UK, housing investment is the mainstay of personal saving efforts. And throughout the pandemic, the housing market was supported by a swathe of tax incentives and debt holidays. And so mortgage lending for new purchases rose 12.3% in the year to 2020, but has been falling in year-on-year terms since July 2021. It was down 32.7% in November, so that already begins to show some of the effect. But much more revealing than that is the change in refinancing behaviour, which is, of course, how households take cash flow out from the rising equity value of their homes. With household finances underwritten by the government during the pandemic, the value of remortgaging fell to a record low of 22% of the value of new mortgages. But again, those days are over. And by November, we learn that while new mortgage debt fell 32.7% year on year, the value of remortgaging rose by 43.5%. The proportion of new remortgage debt to new mortgage debt has now risen to 37%, which is roughly back to the pre-COVID long-term average of 39%. In other words, households are right back to mining their house values to support cash flows. Just as the US savings rate was returning to normal, so the rise in UK remortgaging relative to new mortgaging tells us we're right back in the realm of normal activity. 
So don't expect rebound spending in the US to have legs much longer and ditto in UK demand markets, including housing. And that's it for today. If you liked it, please subscribe. Every little helps. And also, of course, if you want more, do take a look at the Coldwater Economic Substack page, which is free. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye.